This is CMF Radio, live from London. Hello everyone, I hope you are well at home. It's Friday the 22nd of May today. It's a sunny day in, in London, as far as I can see through my window, um, through the curtains. And uh, it's a show today with Connor Adams. Are you there on the other side, Connor? Hey man, how you doing? <laughs> fine, fine. You are there. You are in Suffolk, in Ipswich, you told me. Yeah man, the sun is shining also in Suffolk. Yeah, and it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's the countryside, but it's near the sea, so you can maybe enjoy the sea, uh, go on a walk from time to time. Yeah, man, totally, yeah, we've been doing a few of them, but it's, uh, yeah, very lucky to be here, the countryside and everything. It was not too crowded uh, during the weekend, because I saw that some uh, some places near the sea were even overcrowded. Yeah, it's mad. We didn't actually go on the weekends, we've been going during the week. Um, just late afternoon, and that tends to be not so busy. So we, um, we, yeah, we do our walks then. It is the same here in London. Uh, I prefer to walk during the week because on Sunday uh, I went on a walk near the River Thames, and uh, I had never seen so many people walking on a Sunday really? near the River Thames, uh, which is a bit uh, weird when you know uh, the situation we are in at the moment. But um, <laughs> what yeah, can you? Man. What can you do? People need to go out. Also from uh, from time to time, uh, we will speak a bit more about this situation uh, later in the show. But uh, the purpose today is to talk about music, about you, about um, I would say the journey so far, and uh, maybe we can just start by um, telling uh, our listeners a bit more about the story of your um, of your career so far. How did it all start? Yeah, so um, I've been gigging for I'd say properly gigging for about six years now um i i've always had music in my life through my family whether they're just playing music around the house or going to watch my cousin's bands play in london and places like that and then um i i played rugby at the same time as chasing music so i um i played rugby for a while and got got pretty far there and ended up playing for like northampton saints and the academy of them then bedford blues And then I um I took a really serious injury and uh, I broke my rib mm-hmm. and that kind of put me back into music again and I just from that moment I didn't put down the guitar and um, I wrote a few songs I self released them to iTunes and um, yeah they done really well and from that I just started gigging um, any gig that came in I'd take. And it was just me and an acoustic guitar, uh, uh, sorry, an acoustic guitar mm-hmm. and a loop station. Yeah. Um, and I'd go around playing pubs, clubs, bars, everything. And then I put a band behind me and released a record called um, Open My Eyes. And we, we toured that for a while. And um, it, was your, um, it was your first EP in 2018, Open My Eyes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, six-track EP, which... Um, which I wrote and we released. And then in two years later, in 2020, we're, we've just released two singles from the next EP that's coming out in the summer. So it's, um, yeah, that's the short story anyway. <laughs> and uh, do, you have a, do you have a day job these days or are you fully invested in music? I'm fully in music now. I've um, I done a few things on the side in the early days. I used to work for Dad doing plumbing. Um, and 
bits and bobs like that, just anything to earn a bit of extra cash to fund the music. But um, lucky enough now, I'm in a position where I can just fully fund myself from music. I've got a, um, a home studio where I create every day and that um, that keeps me afloat, yeah. Yeah, which which is nice. Uh, am I right to say that uh, your your father is is usually with you when you are gigging? Yeah, we call him. He's turned into a bit of a roadie. Yeah. We call him. We call him Roadie Rob. And <laughs> um, but he's actually more than a roadie. He's the roadie. He's the driver. He's the chef. He's um, he's he's everything really. So yeah, he comes along to a lot of the shows. I'm quite lucky to have him really. How is it to have your your dad uh, around you when you are when you are gigging with your mates? Yeah, he's fine. He's really fine. It's um, everyone just really jumps on board with everything and really appreciates him being there. And and we just um, yeah, man, we were a real team now, a real unit, which was great. He, he also used to play music when he was younger. And uh, no, no, he, he didn't play music. Okay. Um, he just loves music. He loves listening to music, and he was really into like uh, Bon Jovi. And he's the biggest Foo Fighters fan going. Um, and yeah, so that's where I get the the rocky element side from. I'd say. So, but there's no music tradition at home. You are the first musician in the family. In my close knit family, yeah. Then I've got um, other cousins that are in bands and things like that. And in the very, very early days, when did you start, uh, I would say, playing the guitar, for instance? Uh, I was seven, and um, yeah, I watched a few shows, and as I said, there was always music playing in the car, and I thought, let's give the guitar a go, and um, went down to the local music store, and uh, mum and dad brought me a, a guitar and a little amp, and um, yeah, I had a few lessons, and started uh, started jamming with friends throughout the years I went in a, I was in a few bands before I'd done the whole solo thing mm-hmm. um, which was great we just played a load of Green Day and My Chemical Romance yeah, stuff covers and, I guess yes like, yeah yeah. everyone covers. starts with with covers anyway so uh, yeah and uh, and yeah, this, fir- this first EP that you released in 2018 so we're going to play the The opening uh, or the title track, at least, uh, "Open My Eyes." Could you give me some uh, context? I would say around the track itself. Yeah, man. So, "Open My Eyes" was the first song written for that record, and it always stood out as the the leader. You know, the the title track. It's um, it's a real rocky feel. A big, um, big open chorus of what I wrote this um, after playing one of my first ever shows in London. And um, so I had it for a while before we released it. So I used to always gig it. Um, And it's just a really special song to me. And it always goes down really well live um, with the band or without the band. And yeah, it ended up being the title track. To start this show, let's listen to uh, Open My Eyes by Connor Adams. And we'll be back just after this track for the interview. Don't ask me how I got this far. How many bruises, how many scars Shot in the dark from far away Too much to lose by walking away You can follow me anywhere if you like I'll show 
anything's possible if we try. Conor Adams, uh, Open My Eyes from uh, the first EP released in 2018. And we are back with Conor, um, now in uh, Suffolk, near uh, near the sea in Ipswich. Are you still there, Conor? Yes. That's right. All fine? You have yeah, your, man. You have your mug of coffee. Uh, everything is nice around you. <laughs> no noise. Yeah, I've got a lovely setup, yeah. <laughs> you are in your home studio? Yeah, yeah, I'm in the studio, all locked away. And for, yeah. for for the geeks, uh, which uh, software are you using to uh, to record uh, your your demos or your songs? We go through Logic. Um, Logic yeah, Pro. Yeah, we, yeah, we just find that the easiest, and um, yeah, it's really simple setup, but it, do, it does the job. And do you usually, um, I would say, uh, record most of the material at home before going into uh, into a studio to finalize it? Yeah, definitely. For, well, for the um, for the new record that's coming out this year and the two singles that have already been out, that was definitely the case. Yeah, we um, we created, to be honest with you, 50, 60% of the record was done before we took it to the producers. Mm-hmm. But um, with the first record, what you just played, Open My Eyes, we didn't, we literally just went into a studio and um, started from scratch. But um, I think the definitely the best process for us now is to, definitely record a lot of our stuff at home 
Yeah, the, the good thing is that you you can save money like that also and and dedicate yeah. more time to to the creation. Otherwise, you you're always in a rush in a studio to do these things. Yeah, we really enjoy it as well. It's one of the parts that I've grown to really love um, in the job is to actually record um, to a high standard. And as you say, yeah, it saves money, but it's, it feels really good to have a lot of control on it as well. You know, I think I think in the early days when you're in you're in the recording studio with a big producer it's quite intimidating yeah. and like when when you want to say and voice your opinion you kind of you think twice about it but when you're recording at home in your home comforts you kind of just express yourself exactly how you would anyhow so um yeah it feels really great recording at home which part of the songs would you more uh, specifically uh, leave for the for the studio for the final studio to to record uh, which type of instrument would you record for instance in a bigger studio in a bigger studio we tend to do drums vocals and guitars but everything that's done at home will be like keys and midi everything goes for that and bass mm -hmm. and extra like sound bites and stuff like that but i feel, I feel like um vocals and drums and guitars we we leave to the um to the bigger guys to, yeah. to handle and also yeah it's easier to to record drums uh, in a proper studio because you don't you don't annoy annoy all your neighbors with the <laughs> the, the drums uh, the drums on repeat so how long was the the time between uh open my eyes the first ep and and the single we will listen to in a in, in a minute it was uh it was just under two years it was um It's quite a long period, but we, we toured that Open My Eyes record for a while, and then uh, we released a live EP of that as well. Um, but I, was, I wasn't really in any rush to re release anything new, just because I really wanted it to be right. Mm -hmm. I really wanted, because the new sound, as you can hear, even from the studio versions, uh, there's quite a big contrast, and a lot of that came from the band influence. Um, and even just... The, the new record sounds a lot more modern um, and, and kind of electronic in places as well. And I just wanted to 100% make sure that the whole record goes hand in hand together, let alone this, the standalone singles. So, so yeah, we, we were ready and we've released two singles and they've both done really well so far. And we've got the, the rest of the record coming out in the summer. But um, now it feels like it's not the best timing, but no one could have called the... The pandemic coming along you know no, obviously <laughs> i mean it's easier when you release something to to gig uh, at the back of it to to support it obviously um but yeah it would be yeah, for, for 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 the fall or, or, or the winter and and in the meantime you still have uh, all the the digital channels to to distribute your your, your music and yeah. i saw that uh, don't play with a heart uh, to be specific did really well because it's currently your most played song on spotify Yes, um, as you say, it's great that we've actually got the platforms to release music still. I think it's one of the things that's keeping me going, I know. And it just, in the, in the weirdest way possible, it feels really special to be releasing music in this time. Because w when we look back, it's going to be like, wow, we released, we released these songs during when all this was going on. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we've done Play of the Heart. I'm, I'm over the moon with how it's doing, you know. I think when you've when you've got this body of work before anyone anyone else has heard it, the single is never really clear. Um, I it, it stood out to me as the first single, mm -hmm. so we so we so we went with that, and and now when it's released and doing well, it's obvious that that's the single. Yeah, it was But a good it, choice. 
it's not so clear before, but um, yeah, we're um, we're over the moon with it. It kind of um, we wanted to make a statement with the first single, you know, and kind of um, make a big entry to 2020, and we felt like that song was the the way to go first. And what is the backstory of the song? So don't play with the heart. It's uh, it's about a toxic relationship when you know you shouldn't be going back to this to this relationship, and you're both in the same boat. But it's a it's a game of cat and mouse that you're playing, and um, so it's a it's a roller coaster of emotions that's pulling you in all different directions. And as as the as the song grows, it, it bubbles to this big monster that explodes in the end. You know, with a big rock rock ending. Um, But to be honest with you, it was it was the last song written for the record, and it, um, it kind of came out of nowhere and wrote itself. Mm-hmm. And we we um, we start with the guitar and the, and the foot to the floor, and then we add all these different um, elements and harmonies of stacked sorry some mm-hmm. stacked harmonies to open the song with, and then it broadens out into that big um, rock sounding track. But um, but yeah, no, it was, it was certainly a fun one. Let's listen to Don't Play With A Heart by Connor Adams and we will be back for more stories and also a few songs uh, chosen by uh, Connor Adams for, for this show. I can't sleep tonight I'm staring at the ceiling light I can get you out of my mind Should've never came back to mine Never had our first time Now I need you more than one night Because I'm hooked on your love One time, this isn't enough Hooked on your love, on your love Don't play with her heart She loves it, yeah She loves it, yeah She loves it, yeah With a benefit waiting at the weekend But feelings grew, now I'm holding on your every move I don't know why I've never felt a feeling this high I'm a sucker for a lover after midnight Baby, you're my only kryptonite Because I'm hooked on your love One time, this isn't enough
Don't Play With A Heart, uh, Connor Adams, who is back with us for his show. This is the show of Connor Adams with all the songs picked by Connor uh, today. And uh, the next song won't be uh, a song from your own repertoire, Connor. It uh, will be a song by Sam Fender. So why did you choose this uh, amazing artist with Sam Fender? Yeah, I'm just a massive fan of Sam, Sam Fender. I loved his album, Hypersonic Missiles, and I haven't actually got to see him live yet, but he was one of the lists that I really want to. And um, I just love his attitude. I love his, his songwriting, and I love how live he is with the band. Um, so, yeah, I just think he's a real, real big talent, and he's obviously taken 2018, 2019 by storm, and grown to be this massive artist now and that's something that um definitely i want to follow in his footsteps you know and as i told you uh, off the air you're not the only one uh, who picked uh, sam fender for uh, for a special show because lily casely um whom we had uh, here uh, two weeks ago i think uh, had also uh, chosen out of seven songs sam fender and i and i have a friend joe hicks uh, another singer songwriter who also loves uh, sam fender so uh, apparently he's uh, really uh, loved by a lot of musicians i would say yeah i just think he's he's so real you know he's this a real sounding guy with a, a real sounding record you know he's, he's a plug in and play type of guy so i think he's get, uh, musicians around the world really respect him even though he's such a a young guy and he's young in his career he's he's setting himself up to be uh, a, a, the real deal you know so let's listen to a play god by sam fender and we will be back uh, in a few minutes in three minutes 45 seconds to be uh, to be precise nice. with connor adams <laughs>
Sam Fender, Play God, another great choice of uh, Connor Adams. Uh, good musical taste, I would say, Connor. Thanks, man. <laughs> very nice. Thank very you very nice. much. Very nice playlist, besides your own track, uh, obviously, which are also yeah. very nice. <laughs> so we, we, we had two tracks uh, of your repertoire in the beginning, and the last one um, for the people listening to this show will also be a track uh, by Connor Adams. But in the meantime, we have some other tracks and maybe the opportunity to talk about um, I would say the live side uh, of your activity uh, the fact that you can't play at the moment but also uh, your main achievements so far so could you tell us a bit more about what would be the milestones of your evolution um, on the live scene yeah man so um, I'd say throughout the years there's been there's been a handful that I'm, I'm super proud of you know we um We put on headline shows in our hometown, um, and we get, we get some big numbers to these shows, and it always feels like such a great achievement um, playing these shows and seeing the amounts of people there. But um, one that sticks out in mind is going on tour with the Darkness um, and going around Europe with them guys. Um, that was that was pretty crazy, you know. It was just it feels like next level when you you on them them that amount of people didn't really feel real but um I'd say, you yeah, did it as a solo you did it just you alone with your guitar yeah yeah <laughs> it was terrifying <laughs> playing before the darkness uh, on your own yeah that's quite that's quite an achievement i would say yeah it's just kind of um you know playing to thousands of, of rock heads every night with just me and my acoustic guitar felt um pretty daunting but it, it went down pretty well surprisingly which i was which i was chuffed about and And they were really lovely and really supportive, and just just being in, around them and around their team um, taught me so much. Um, so yeah, that, that's something I'm super super proud of, and hopefully we can do again soon. You know. And, and do a lot of people uh, compare you to to Ed Sheeran? Uh, because also you come from the same region, I would say. Yeah, yeah, we both come from Suffolk and. I've got a ginger beard, his ginger, yeah. <laughs> acoustic guitar. But um, no, he's definitely an inspiration of mine, uh, totally, you know. Yeah, music aside, he's from he's from the same town as me, as you just mentioned, and he's arguably one of the biggest artists in the world, so that's that's super inspiring on its own. On its own. So, um, But yeah, no, I've, I've been... It, Ed kind of gave me the confidence to pick up my acoustic guitar and go perform on my own before having a band behind behind me you know i um i didn't think i could do it until i watched him and thought let's give it a go and that that kind of kick-started my musical journey and you also do it with um, a loop station like he, he did in the early days yeah i used to do it for loop station it just kind of gave it a bit more body you felt felt you can lay down the beat you can you can keep layering your guitar and vocals and it just felt really big and i um To be honest with you, I, I always wanted a band behind me because I'm I'm heavily into going to watch bands. When I go watch a band, I want to feel the kick rumble through my chest, you know, and feel like I'm proper in the proper in the show. And it was, I think I would have been in a band if I'd have had mm -hmm. mates that wanted to be in a band when I was up front, wanted to start gigging, you know. It, the band didn't come till I released Open My Eyes. Um, so, yeah. No, it's, um, I'm definitely super happy with where we're at now. It, it just feels like we've got so much energy on stage and there's endless things that you can do with a band. So. 
Yeah, and the execution yeah, is amazing. I, I had the opportunity to see you, um, I think it was now uh, three, three months ago almost, at the half moon in Putney uh, during a, a, oh, nice. a, a new, yeah, moon, nice. new moon night. Uh, so that's the discovery night um, for up upcoming artists uh, at the half moon in Putney. Um, I think you were kind of headlining <laughs> the show that day uh, with, with your band. And uh, yeah, the, the, way, the way you played was really neat, really well executed, I would say. It was really good. Oh, thank you very much. That's, that's very kind of you. And so that, that's why I grabbed my camera at that time. And, uh, and people can see the footage on, uh, on YouTube. So if you're, if you're searching uh, for um, Connor Adams, uh, Putney uh, Live or something like that on YouTube, you will find uh, the footage of what we did uh, three months ago. And how is it not gigging at the moment? I guess it's difficult for someone who loves the stage uh, so much. Yeah, man. It sucks. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, it's, not, it's not fun. But... Uh, We're doing the best we can. Obviously, everyone's in the same boat, you know. There's nothing we can do. I think, obviously, the main priority always is everyone's health. That's our health and everyone that comes to watch health and staff and everybody. So, until we're, we get the all clear, we're going to be um, we're gonna be holding tight, you know. But I feel like I was in two minds of releasing music without being able to gig. I thought, should we save it until we know when we can gig? Or should we release music? And then when the time comes that we can gig, everyone's going to want to come see the gig, the, hear the songs live. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're we're really um, really excited and um, to to get back out there and start playing these songs live. You know, you have to keep the contact with with your fans anyway. So releasing music is probably the best way to keep the contact. Besides uh, live streaming from time to time, have you experimented with live streaming? On yeah, Facebook? we've done we've done two or three of them. It, it felt. Um, It felt uh, really good, uh, actually. It felt really nice to be able to get a tiny taste of gigging back. But it's obviously not the same, but it's no. um, it's nice for people to tune in, and it felt felt really nice playing the songs, you know, to a to a crowd through the phone. <laughs> yeah, I would say that the main uh, purpose of of live streaming these days is more keeping the contact with the fans than than earning money. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's um. That's the thing. Like we're we're playing around with um, social media ideas all the time, just to keep everyone engaged still, and um, that's that's eating up quite a lot of our time. And as well as writing, we're writing every day. Um, so I feel like that's saved us a lot of time because usually we write the record and then go tour the record, and then we take a few months out to write the next one. Mm -hmm. But and now now the next record's ready before. The next record's even out. Yeah, know, yeah. So I've uh, seen I've seen a few bands uh, in the same position actually, uh, who are even an announcing that uh, their record will be will be released before the due before the date that was planned because it's ready, so it's ready to go. So uh, they just can't wait to, uh, to to release it. So that's maybe the positive. Uh, consequence of, of, the, of the current situation yeah, yeah yeah let's let's move to to the next track uh, in your playlist so you uh, have chosen uh, harry styles only angel could you give me more context uh, about this choice yeah man i i i stumbled upon harry styles's um debut album and just just by uh, scrolling through spotify and finding it and i thought wow what an amazing album you know he's He's definitely created something that he loves. It's just like 70s and 80s in there. Um, and this was one of the tracks that just really stood out to me. It's, it's really exciting. It's got elements of like the Rolling Stones. It's the, like um, 
it's definitely on the front foot and I just I'm just turning to a massive massive fan of his and think he's brilliant and it feels great that his style of music which as I mentioned was like 70s and 80s is now mm-hmm. riding all over the radio again which I think is really healthy yeah it's nice to 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 have I would say a counter power to electronic music also on the radio uh, guitar and, uh, and and stuff like that so let's listen to uh, Harry Styles Only Angel and we'll be back in a moment with you Connor for uh, for other stories
It's great to hear some uh, good guitar sound on the radio with Harry Styles and Only Angel picked by uh, Connor Adams. Uh, Connor, you're still on the other side in Suffolk with us uh, for your playlist. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's cool, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, definitely guitar-driven, that one. Yeah, it's it's nice as I as I said to hear some uh, some guitar played by by young people, uh, young folks. Not not that I'm that old, but I'm more like from the the Britpop era. Uh, so uh, right. the uh, the early nineties uh, uh, when guitar was huge uh, in uh, in the UK. Also told you that I co-produced. Uh, Uh, guitar band here in the UK, uh, the, the Boxer Rebellion, um, where uh, actually the the last band uh, to be signed uh, by Alan McGee uh, when he had his label Pop Tones after creation. So um, that's for the story of the Boxer Rebellion. Um, they're on a break at the moment, but they will probably release some other stuff in the future. But uh, I really love uh, guitar-driven music, so it's very nice to be uh, to be in a show. Where you have so much guitar played uh, by the by the guests, and uh, the <laughs> next uh, the next artist that you chose is from Scotland. You told me I didn't know her. Yeah, Katie Tunstall. She's um, she was another woman that was played on uh, in the guitar in the um, car on big long car journeys, and she'd be um, definitely have a few spins along with people like Shania Twain and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But um, I actually got invited to um, come watch her play in Cambridge last year, last March actually, and um, she was playing her latest record, which is called Wax, and I was just blown away. I just I hadn't heard the record until I saw her live, and um, the next song we're gonna play called The Mountain really mm -hmm. stood out to me. It's a real moody groove um, that I just really hit home, and I thought I thought it was brilliant and. Um, I had it on repeat for a few months after, non-stop. So, um, yeah, I'm a big fan of, of her. So thanks to you, I will discover Kate Turnstall. It, it's uh, written KT Turnstall uh, on the record with The Mountain. And uh, we'll be back just after that for another two songs, I think. And then that will be the end of the show. It goes so fast. Oh, man. It goes so fast. Too fast. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
can definitely see myself listening to Kate Turnstall during a long car journey to Scotland, for instance. I've never visited Scotland, so I could do that, Connor, one day maybe listening to, to Kate do Turnstall. <laughs> I do that. It's surprising um, how many Scottish artists there are, you know, There's like Paolo Nettini and you've got new ones like Lewis Capaldi and everybody like that. There's a lot that come out of Scotland. Yeah, but there's a lot coming from, I would say, everywhere in the UK. You, the UK yeah. is like a, a hot place for, for music and has, has always been like that since, uh, since the 60s. So uh, what are your main uh, uh, inspirations uh, from the early days of, uh, of rock and roll? Uh, I'd, well, I'd say one of my first ever gigs I went to was um, the Foo Fighters when they played at Wembley, which mm -hmm. uh, I absolutely loved. Um, But in terms of what everyone would be playing at home, we had a lot of Aerosmith playing, oh, yeah. um, which I absolutely love. The classics like Bon Jovi and Guns N' Roses, of course, would be playing. Oh, with Alice Cooper. Um, yeah, man, it was just a, a real mixture. And there was something that, um, I don't know what it was, I don't know if it was because it was an album. So, um, so, yeah, we've um, with the band behind us, we've definitely implemented more rock sounds throughout these the newer records and are you sometimes uh, um, creating songs thinking about the fact that they might be uh, listened to during a, a long car journey for instance is it something that you have in mind uh, when you when you create the landscape of a song um, I'd like to say yes but honestly going into a session I don't really have a goal in mind I am um, I just go in and the songs kind of just unfold themselves. I've never, maybe I should, like, um, I never really have a, an idea of sound in mind. I kind of just pick up the, the guitar or sit by the piano and twinkle for about 20 minutes or so. And then the, the songs kind of mold themselves. But, um, but yeah, I, I'd say for the next record, the songs, you could say, were made for live, mm -hmm. definitely. 
And does it start somewhere, sometimes with a, with, a, with a specific sound, a sound that you have in mind, something that, that you just came across uh, randomly and you say, wow, this is a nice sound, we, we could just do something with this? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I, we do take influences from a lot of our favorite artists, like, as we mentioned earlier, Sam Fender and Harry Styles, and then the rest of the band that I perform with their input as well, of suggestions. But the suggestions kind of don't come until halfway from creating the songs, where people go, oh, that sounds like that. We could take some influence from there. Um, so, so yeah, we, we have we have bits and bobs. We, we're definitely always... I, I know myself, I love listening to new, new music and mm -hmm. discovering new artists, which I think Spotify is really good for. Yeah. I think... Um, That's a lot good of people part. moan about Spotify, but um, it, we, our music is getting heard a lot more than than it would have done if people had to pay for it. You know, like properly pay for it. So, I'm just um, curious about Spotify versus the others. Uh, is it uh, still the I would say the the biggest source of streams for you compared to uh, Apple Music, uh, maybe Tidal, Deezer, and the other ones? Yeah, it is for me because um, Spotify worked really well with the artists i mean we've got spotify for artists which is a completely separate page where we can look and really dive into our stream see where our songs are being played see, see which ones are doing the best and you can edit your profile like you would on facebook or mm -hmm, instagram mm -hmm, exactly you can yes. really you can really mold your profile where the other streaming sites you can't so it kind of doesn't give us an option at the moment it's um at the end of the day they're all they're all streamed the same way it's just how we can um present on that we, we have more control on Spotify. And you're releasing your music via an aggregator, um, a middleware platform? Yeah, so I'm, I go through AWOL, which uh, is Artists Without a Label. Yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, and uh, they, they, uh, they upload it to everywhere. And it's, um, yeah, it's surprising, actually. I was, when we released Deeper the other day, I was looking at where this song was being distributed to, and it was like 50 different streaming sites, which is brilliant. Yeah, and also, and also the good thing with uh, with that provider is that once you start getting some buzz and, and growing, they can also co-invest with you in the marketing once you reach a certain threshold, which is pretty nice. So, um, yeah, man, totally, totally. It feels like a real um, a real team with yeah, Spotify. They're exactly inve invested in the in the business. The next uh, artist that we will play in your playlist before uh, the last song, be before uh, your ne uh, your latest single, is Don uh, Ailey with Dirty Laundry. A, a bit of context uh, around this song. Yeah, so I was shown this song uh, a few months back. I was listening to the Eagles and going through their albums and, and really fell in love. And then my guitarist, like, have you ever checked out? on Henley's solo stuff and then you got the boys of summer and everything like that and I stumbled across the, this track called Dirty Laundry mm -hmm. and um, it just put a massive smile on my face I was out for a walk a social distancing walk that was and um, just listening to this track and it just really put a smile on my face and we ended up writing a song um, later that day that was inspired by it so um, yeah it's just uh, it's a feel good jam this one I'd say let's be inspired and have a smile on our faces with this choice of Connor Adams, Don Henley, Dirty Laundry.
Don Henley, Dirty Laundry, a song uh, chosen by uh, Connor Adams. And that's already the end of the show, Connor. It was so oh, fast. Man. Yeah, that was, that was a roller coaster so fast. 
and guitar driven. Yeah. Perfect. The perfect show. Fun. Thank you for having me on, man. Really perfect fun. show for a perfect Friday. And so we will play your single, your latest single, uh, as the last song of uh, of this show. Um, the the title is Deeper. Uh, how is it received uh, at the moment on the platforms? Yeah, really well. It's um, it was a toss up between Don't Play with the Heart and Deeper being the first single um, because they both stood out as singles to us. Mm -hmm. So um, they both work hand in hand together. We felt we felt so. Um, Yeah, it's just really good, as we mentioned, putting out music and um, seeing them go down well and being added to playlists on Spotify and whatever and seeing people share it. It's just, uh, it feels really good. And we have playlisted also the song um, since its release uh, on CMF oh, Radio. You. So people can listen to the song on CMF Radio. And I can already tell you, uh, that's, a, that's a teaser spoiler, that uh, I will choose it uh, next week for the tune of the week. So it will be played multiple times oh. a day uh, next week uh, on, uh, on the radio, on CMF, uh, on CMF Radio. That was, nice the, that, was the, that was the gift for the last chat <laughs> of, uh, of the show uh, <laughs> today. But you haven't had the opportunity to play it live yet, unfortunately. No, we haven't. We've um, we done a little video um, the other day, which is on my social medias, of us all playing live, but obviously all in different houses <laughs> yes so um it's, it's not really the same we re we got the chance to play don't play with the heart because that was released in late mm -hmm. february so all throughout february we um we played it but deeper we, we haven't had the chance yet but um who knows when we will hopefully as you say the fall or in winter we we should be back in there and um start pumping some money back into these venues so they don't have to shut down it's just yes, so heartbreaking because so, a lot of them up. apparently are in danger of uh, of closing due to the the lockdown that's the same problem for theater so i hope that uh, that most of them if not all of them will be able to reopen uh, once this situation uh, is over and behind us And uh, and deeper will come stronger than ever, I would say, on stage uh, when uh, yeah, when the man. venues will reopen, and we'll see each other in uh, in London for sure, like we did uh, at the Afmo in Putney. It was a uh, it was a pleasure to have you on CMF Radio, uh, Connor. I hope that you you love this show as much as I did. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been um, real good fun. Perfect way to kind of end the Friday, you know. Perfect. And then we we go for a for a beer in isolation to to celebrate uh, the, <laughs> la the last day of the week and uh, and the weekend. Thank you so much, Connor. We listen to uh, deeper your latest single, which is also playlisted on CMF Radio, and will be our tune of the week next week. Thank you, Connor. Have a nice weekend. Cheers, buddy. Bye bye. See you later. Bye. bye. Flashing lights, red, blue, or purple Intoxicated body spinning round in a circle Midnight darkness, water virtue Cigarette smoke's blending in with your perfume And I just feel like sinking deeper and deeper All this drinking ain't good for my That is saving me tonight Sink this drink into my blood Don't you think you've had enough Won't you come fill up my cup Party till the lights out Take me back to your house 
Radio. All the hits, all the time, all day long. 